Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 8th of February 2018. This is The Gap, episode 405. I'm Luke Laurie, and Job Guru is here. How are you going, Job? Eating lunch. Eating lunch? Um, Eating lunch. I have a question for you. Go. What type of, like, heebie-jeebie curse have you put on the calves? What, what is going on? I mean, it's not me. It's, it's definitely not, not me. No. LeBron, right? I actually know what happened. LeBron was on holiday in Europe uh, over the off-season. Hmm. And uh, while he was driving through the uh, backwards uh, backwoods areas of um, of Romania, he ran over like an entire fucking like six generations of gypsies. <laughs> okay, and, yeah. And the lone grandmother who lived put a curse on him. But his his power, his magic, is too strong, and so it's deflecting off him, and it's just hitting the people around him and she keeps casting more curses but they just keep hitting people around him and so I mean she's she doesn't even understand she thinks team LeBron is the Cavs and so she's put the curse on the Cavs and obviously they've gone to shit but now she's like oh team LeBron oh fuck them as well and so now the all-star game is just you know everyone on team LeBron is just getting <laughs> fucked non-stop it's actually LeBron knew it was happening and that's why he drafted KD but it just hasn't worked for him yet Ah, oh, right. Yeah. So he planned this. Well, you know, he, he didn't plan it, but he's he's such a he's like basketball IQ is so high that he is working alongside the curse now to try to get KD injured mm. before you know. So that, you know, not only they're going to make the finals at this rate anyway, but especially if they don't make a fucking deal today. What well, the fucking trade deadlines tomorrow, right? Their time, so. If they don't put something together, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do because K-Love's out, what, is like... Unless K-Love does the fucking... Oh, my God, that's K- Kevin Love's entrance music! Like, during fucking <laughs> game four of the probably second series. I don't see how they're going to get to the finals anyway, but yeah. No, but no. he's only out for two months or something, isn't he? Like another Is he, weeks? though? I thought he was out for, yeah, eight to ten weeks. That's what I thought. It was just like a broken hand. He'll be back in a month. <laughs> yeah. He'll be good. Don't worry no, about it. No, Chris Stapp's Pazingis. I think um, Larry Nance broke his hand at one stage and he was back within like <laughs> two yeah, weeks or something. That's Larry Nance, though. <laughs> he's dunking over everyone. Fuck it. He's like, I'm back. Let's do this. Anyway. I want to see I want to see the back. what happened to the backboard that he must have broken his hand on. <laughs> Because he must have destroyed that fucking thing. Yeah. Kevin Love? No. Larry Nance. Kevin Love. Come on. Fair enough. Yeah. And then your gypsy curse has gone on to the Lakers as well because they're like 12 and 4 or something and 12 and 3. Like, you can look at a direct coloration between your stupid (laughs) tweet (laughs) and when the Lakers got really good and the Cavs got really bad. I don't know. I think think it was you. That one's definitely my fault. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that one is the universe out fuck me but the other one is LeBron running over just scores of Romanies so yeah yeah, mm. yeah. anyway alright uh, good questions we good watched questions. Some, we watched some sports ball as well this week some uh, mm. uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. a spontaneous drinking session at my house at 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> it was good <laughs> yeah um up, up until the point where my TV broke, like, <laughs> half an hour before the game started. Like, I lost 
all of my fucking channels except for ABC and SBS and I don't know, channel 10 or something. No, it was channel 9. I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, it's now they fixed it today. They fixed something with the aerial outside. Um, so yeah, all those channels back. But anyway, we uh, end up like streaming it on mm. TV, getting like a case of beer, um, some whiskey, fucking chicken wings, which were chicken awesome. Yeah. What was that hot, hot sauce you made? That was that pretty was- good. That was just general general buffalo wings hot sauce, man. And that those wings so yeah. easy to make. You coat coat the chicken, get like buy pre cut chicken wings, hmm. coat them in flour and salt and pepper, and maybe some spicy shit. I couldn't find much spicy shit in your in your cupboard, so I just used red pepper flakes, which was a bit of a stretch. But uh, yeah, coat them in that, chuck them in the oven, bung them in the oven for like forty minutes at two hundred degrees, hmm. and then you get a bottle of Frank's hot sauce here. Yeah? from the sauces aisle and you chuck that in a pot like a, a saucepan pot yep. uh not a fucking frying pan luke and uh you <laughs> yeah. chuck in like a knob of butter and then you mix it up and then when you you take the chicken wings out you drizzle that all over that and you toss them in the sauce and that's it hmm. too easy dunzo oh, good. oh man that was so good yeah yeah and then but you bought like how much a kilo and a half or something like that yeah yeah, and then we we ate them, and it was like, all right, let's get pizza. And I was like, fuck, I'm I'm not even hungry. Um, but I think we ordered it towards like the fourth quarter. Fourth yeah. quarter is that a thing? Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then by that time, I was like, fuck it, and we we aren't smashing like three pizzas. So yeah, it worked out well. We but we were quite. Fair. <laughs> we yeah, were drinking we were quite a lot. Hammered, so. <laughs> Yeah. I think, like, by the time the pizzas had arrived, I'd already had nine beers. So, like, we were definitely pounding through them. Nine? Mm. Seven beers. It must have been seven beers. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, congratulations to whoever won. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we won. Sports, I think all that mattered won. was the Patriots didn't win. My Philly one, which is awesome, because I imagine that in the next season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, we're going to see a hilarious storyline out of that, which mm. is important. Right. Mm. That's why, that's the only, I was going for the Eagles solely because, well, not solely, partly because of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and also because I didn't want the Patriots to win. Yeah. What's what's confusing to me is when whenever sports teams win in America, their their fans yep. are like let's go light a bunch of shit on fire. Man, they love it. <laughs> Why? You know what? Let's go burn fucking Gary's car. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, it's the perfect strange. opportunity. It's it's just it's just you know it's some shenanigans. It's good lighthearted shenanigans. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good day. It's a good day. Hmm. We, we had a uh, spontaneous 9.30. What are we doing in an hour? How are we going to watch yep. this game? Yep. Let's get drunk. All right, let's do that. I'll tell you what, though. Listeners at home, it wasn't that spontaneous. It wasn't as spontaneous as Luke makes it out to be. It's spon- it was spontaneous for him. But uh, if we scroll back through our chat, yeah. we can look at uh, the chat just before, the night before, and uh, I was dropping the biggest hints that I could that maybe I should just come around to yours and watch it because <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> 
You're like, oh, yeah, uh, can you watch the Super Bowl? How do you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, you can watch it on 7, mate. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't have an uh, aerial plugged into my TV. Um, I wonder how I'll watch it. And you're like, oh, just stream it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a bit of a hassle. I can probably just go watch it somewhere. And you're like, oh, no, it's just it's, it's this easy. Look at this link. And I'm like, you fucking, you dunce. <laughs> You should have just said something. Come and fucking watch it at your place. You can invite me. Said I always got to invite myself over. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, we played. We played some games during <laughs> afterwards. During. When we, uh, yeah. When we decided to kick on, uh, <laughs> we we played some games. It was pretty good. We would. Uh, we. Tanked your uh, rankings in PUBG solos by continuously school dropping. Uh, that wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm. I think I'm good now. I think I fixed that. Um, dear listener, I found out that Luke plays with the dumbest fucking controls of all time uh, in every game possible. It is ludicrous how stupid his control scheme is. They, they are amazing. That's why I'm so good. <laughs> I don't even know how you function. He's he rebound. He switched alt and control for some reason. That's that's what you've switched them to, right? Because for some reason you can't like control M to mute like the game when you're in the red zone, or control T to mute the chat when everyone's being super racist. You have to fucking alt yeah. M, alt M, and alt T. Did you do that on purpose, or is it just like it's like well, controls changed to this now, so we'll switch. Alt to be whatever control was. I don't think I changed it. I think that's just what it is. It's know. not alt generally. Okay. Look, or yeah. control one, two, and three, and four. Because I was trying to hide. I had to press alt four. I was trying to hide in the back of a car. And I had to press alt four. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know why you've changed that. Because you don't alt look. That's crazy. Why wouldn't you alt look? How do you win games? I, it's it's bound on my mouse. Oh, look, now bound on my mouse, and it's also control as well if I need to use it. It's the world's lowest mouse sensitivity, like, <laughs> to the point that it, it it's honestly baffling. He can't, like, an entire flick of the fucking hand across the entire desk turns him fucking 14 degrees to the right. And you're like, <laughs> I just want to go the other direction. And you, you sit there just fucking flicking your hand across until he turns all the way around and then you hear a fucking sound behind you you're like oh shit and you have to flick back the other way fucking 18 minutes and then you find out it was like a electricity box you're like oh i forgot about those and i'm i'm drunk um yeah that's ridiculous uh yeah i don't know man i don't know how you operate it's crazy it's easy i should have taken your score more to be honest what's that should have I should have hammered into your score more. I should have, like, God forbid, I actually got a third place at one point, which probably did undid all my hard work, dying second every other time I played. Very depressing. Um, yeah. Anyway, we played that. We played Fortnite. Fortnite. I, I hate Fortnite. Um, yeah. Yeah, we played. Uh, well, I played one game of Fortnite. Hmm. Um, play some Slitherio. Yeah, radio Slitherio. I love Slitherio. What a game! Hmm. Game yeah. of the year, twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that. Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, play Dead. Oh my god, we put we timed Dead by Daylight perfectly so that we you'd have on like people who'd never seen 
how good you are at killer before. Yeah. So they could they couldn't possibly know how like some people have just a natural talent for certain things. Like, you know, some people are just naturally talented at the piano. And Luke is naturally talented at murder. <laughs> yeah. And not just like any old murder. No, like, it'd be good if he was naturally talented at all kinds of murder. And he, he has an affinity for it, but he is specifically naturally talented at the sort of murder you only see in slasher films, which is horrifying, really. Yeah. It's a depressing talent for you to have. Hmm. So we uh, we checked out some of the uh, new DLC for the Saw character. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, I didn't. We didn't play any of the uh, the the Survivor. Um, no. But we just played Killer. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, the Killer is is this time around. So Dead by Daylight. If anyone doesn't know, asymmetrical multiplayer game, four versus one. Uh, four survivors, one killer uh, throughout the map and uh, the survivor's task is to start up a bunch of generators that are spread out throughout the map which they can't see, they've got to stumble across them um, once they power up all the, I think it's four generators sorry, five generators oh. yeah. The um, there are two exit gates on the map that then open up and they need to escape. Uh, while that's happening there's, there's a killer on the map that um, is out to hunt the survivors uh, once they down them by uh, by slashing at them or whatever their attack is, um, they can either leave them on the ground to bleed out or they can pick them up and put them on a, a hooks, which is spread out throughout the map. And um, the other survivors have to try and rescue each other and that sort of thing. So, yeah. So, survivor's task is to get out. Killer's task is to get get everyone killed. Um, so, yeah, with this one, uh, there's a new killer in there. I think there's, there's quite a lot in the game at the moment. There's like maybe 15... 12 killers, I think. 12, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Um, mm. And recently, they've been getting into a lot of, like, film stuff. So, they've had, like, uh, Freddy Krueger in there recently. They've got uh, Michael Myers in there. Um, Jason. Jason's in there. Leatherface. You, you didn't have Jason, right? Yeah, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre is too much like the hillbilly already. Like, just no, Jason's not I thought he was... No. Are you sure? Are you sure? I thought I was sure. Who's Jason? I thought I saw the hockey mask. Hmm. Um, I should check this out. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so so recently they've been doing like... Uh, like touching in the like the film type killer area. And... Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just looking at a list. Darn you. The shape. That's uh, Mike Myers. Yeah, there's no Jason here. No, you might be thinking of the actual Jason Friday the 13th game. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Why would they have Jason when they've got a terrible game that nobody likes? Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so before this was uh, Freddy Krueger, then they did uh, Saw. Saw's the latest one they're doing. And uh, her abilities are uh, she's got this sneak. Um, skill where she can crouch and move a little bit slower than normal and while she's slower she has zero terror radius so the terror radius is a radius of like a a heartbeat sound that the survivors can hear when uh, the killer is nearby and depending on how far away the killer is the sort of louder it gets Um, and, and some of the other killers sort of mess around with that mechanic a little bit but the idea is that when you hear that heartbeat coming you should try and hide or 
get yeah. away. Um, so, yeah, her special skill is she can go in this, like, uh, crouchy stealth mode, and that makes her terror radius zero, so she can sneak up to people, and then you can um, attack them really quickly. But it just m- means her movement is, is a lot slower, and if you do whiff the um, attack animation, there is a, a cooldown to try and sort of get back up, so she's a little bit slow. Um, because it is quite a new... Uh, DLC, they'll probably tweak it around a bit. They tend to do that depending on how OP characters do get or how um, how sort of the meta changes with that. But uh, that's the basic idea for her. And uh, what she, how the the saw theme fits into it is, um, once she downs players, she can put on like this head contraption onto them. And um, once the survivors trigger a generator, it starts a countdown. Um, for the for the person or the people that have this head uh, terrifying thing on them, and um, they've got to then search boxes throughout the map, these these metal boxes, and find a key to to open up the lock on this head thing and get it off. If they don't get it off in time, then it basically it's like a reverse bear trap, and you'll see it in like one of the one of the films. It kind of just rips yeah, the head it's, open. It's the classic from the yeah. second film, isn't it? I, think. I can't remember. There's been so many. Um, mm. And uh, so you've got to try and get this reverse bear trap thing off your head. And if you don't, um, then obviously it goes off. If you don't get it off um, after the exit uh, the exit gates have been powered and you try and leave, it also goes off. So once this thing is on your head, you need to try and search these uh, jigsaw puzzle boxes that are throughout the, the map uh, and try and get it off your head. So it kind of adds an extra element of, of not just completing the objective but uh going out and trying to find these keys and it slows down the survivor's progress quite a lot um and then obviously there's like little uh like offerings and and perks and items that you can use to add on to those abilities and it sort of changes up depending on what you use just like all the other characters so yeah i think she's a lot of fun um there's like there's other characters in there that i don't like playing like uh the doctor when that was first released i couldn't really understand the mechanic behind that that was really a bit boring um i haven't tried freddy krug yet but that sounds like a really interesting one to, to jump back into and play um but i like i like uh michael myers a lot he's a lot of fun to play um because he's got this weird terror radius of starting off like almost zero and then sort of going and building up as you go along um he gets sort of he sort of snowballs <laughs> in terms of like his movement speed gets a bit quicker and that sort of stuff so he's a really interesting one to play and i like scaring the shit out of people with him because um yeah it's quite funny like but- we've talked about it before but the like entire like the whole power of uh mike myers as a character is that uh he could be like you will turn around you'll be constantly looking (laughs) to see if you can see the killer and you'll just see that terrifying blank white face staring at you and there's no heartbeat and like suddenly you realize things are about to get worse for you because he gets more powerful the more he stares at you and uh yeah you're you, you have a really good like knack for it except when you at one point, uh, you he, you can put these perks on your uh, characters, and because Luke's a like ultra pro killer, he's got all these perks, and some of them actually uh, conflict with one another. And Luke put on two 
perks that directly conflicted. So he had the ability, once he gets to like level three, he'd uh, auto kill. He'd basically insta kill people. Hmm. But uh, he, you had the the other one was you can never get to level three. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't read them properly. I was like, yeah. oh, let's use this and this one. And off we'll go. Hmm. Um, but yeah, man, they, they've made a lot of changes with the UI. Um, things we talked about at the start, like not having ping indicators, that's all in there now. Um, uh, some like quality of life stuff, making things a little bit smoother and faster, leveling up your character um, it is a bit quicker now. So yeah, man, that game is in a really good spot. It's awesome to see them still adding content in there every couple of um, months. And uh, like it's, it seems to be people are still playing on that. Like we were getting in there and people were we weren't waiting long at all um and i also jumped in for a couple of games the other day after um after we'd played just by ourselves and and yeah man that that, that game seems to still have a pretty strong community going for it so, yeah 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 there was there was fuck all wait time that was really cool um i i was sad that nobody responded to any of your ggs at the end because uh, i was hoping <laughs> we'd see like if I came up against you, man, I don't like it'd be it'd be fucked. Like you'd have to respect because you don't camp, you don't face camp, you don't even fucking remotely camp. Fucking, I always like I like fake camp uh, people, but you don't even do that. You like you're like fuck it, I'm off, I'm off to the fucking generators, and I'm like, you know, there's a person about to get that other person off the hook and you're like i'll get him fucking i'll get him in a second don't worry about it. and inevitably you do because you do this is why you are amazing at this game and i am not but uh yeah it's it's w- well worth watching i just i'd love to see how it would like how it is for a, from their perspective on the other end hmm. of of the murder spree yeah yeah man uh really good game i definitely recommend checking it out if you um you like those types of multiplayer asymmetrical things like th- there's games that have tried to do that sort of stuff in the past we talked about them um i think nate nate was mentioning it the other day uh what was it the 2k one um evolve evolve yeah just yep. kind of how that just sort of died like having one person be this really powerful being while four other people sort of um you know sort of team up and try and complete an objective uh, you look at a, a huge AAA studio that tried to put, you know, a big presence on them that way. That game, you know, the guys that did left, they did Left 4 Dead, didn't they? I think so. Um, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, and then this like indie studio that have made some really cool games in the past come along and still have a really awesome idea and concept, and be uh, you know a year plus later still popping out stuff for it, people playing it. It's awesome. It's very right. cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I want to check out the uh, su- survivor though, and sort of see how he works. Um, right. Because I don't. I I think my ratio on like playing kills versus survivors is maybe eighty percent killers and twenty percent survivor. I don't know. Yeah. I just seem to have more fun playing as killers because I like all their abilities and that sort of stuff. It's cool. Everyone has fun when they win 100% of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. All right, cool. What else we got here? Um, HoloLens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Sure. 
We played this the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah, Super Bowl stuff. Same, yeah, same Super Bowl day. Um, we had a mate come around uh, a bit late. We were all already toasted, but uh, he brought some beers and a HoloLens, and uh, we got to try it out. And I'll tell you what, it's like the field of view on it is as narrow as anyone has ever told you. But as a piece of tech, it is fucking staggering. Hmm. Yeah, I think they've come a long way with it. So when we first saw it, it was a couple of years back at E3. Um, they were kind of showing it off in, in backroom meetings. And um, uh, during the live presentations at E3, they, sh- they were touting like the Minecraft experience with it and how you could have your Minecraft level sort of be in your living room and you can walk around it and interact with it, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, sort of since then, HoloLens is really disappeared and and they seem to focus a lot more on um sort of implementing this stuff in, into businesses uh research with hospitals and and in like science fields and that sort of stuff um but there is this like there is a game element to it as well it seems like they're going more for a this is a thing you have in your house and can use for many things as opposed to using it as purely a gaming device which is sort of how they first unveiled it yeah and uh so it's got a couple of games but the uh the pitch sorry the pitch is that it'll be like for enterprise use um at the moment like i guess in the same sense that uh you know they are like to start off with they only want a vr to be in the hands of developers or whatever the fuck you know mm-hmm. they want it to get into uh, enterprise use early so that people get like they enterprise uh sorry businesses create um like programs and those programs can be adapted to consumer uh and so they want to sort of sidle in from that perspective but even still there's yeah there's stuff to do and it's uh staggering uh like yeah like i said the field of view like you've got fucking it's, it's not huge it's 45 oh. degrees or something but uh it doesn't matter if if like what you're doing is immersive enough, you just wind up lasering in your tunnel vision. So it doesn't really matter all that much anyway. I was playing this game. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Shit. Uh, I was playing this fucking like investigation game where uh, you first scanned the room that you were in. And then it transposed all this, like it transposed this crime scene Hmm. On into that room, and so you investigated this crime scene inside the living inside like Luke's living room, uh, and yeah, you had to like find clues and work out where to go next, and uh, it was like really fucking engaging because you felt like it because it's like they haven't created it to be consumer facing because it's like this proof of concept sort hmm. of thing. It's not fucking friendly at all. It's not like, do this, do that, look for this. Why don't you try to do this? It's like, we need you to find where, like, which, the the closest train station to this location, uh, go and find it. And from there, you have to, like, use all the fucking information. And some of the information, it's not like you pick up and, and it automatically goes... 
here's the password. It'd be like you would have to, if it were to show you a password, you'd have to fucking write the password down and shit. Uh, in this case, it's like, uh, here's a ticket, uh, and look at the timetable and work out when that, that like could possibly be. Mm. Uh, and you've like, you notice that there's, uh, water dripping. And so you work out that the weather might, it must be rainy outside and all this kind of shit. You like, na- like narrow it down until you've got like this fucking, you've worked out where you, you need to go next. And, uh, once you go to the next place, like that's the end of the demo that I was showing, uh, that was installed on it. But uh, once you go to the next place, like, yeah, I assume you'd do the same thing there. Like, it's just this like cascading fucking investigation series, which is really fucking cool. And it like played out fucking super cool. I felt like a giant dingus and I could totally hear everyone giving me shit for wandering around <laughs> in the, in the living room, but it didn't matter because I was fucking immersed, man. I, I was, Locked in. Hmm. It just felt really cool. It, I um, think the game you're talking about is called Fragments. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was rad as fuck. Hmm. I like a lot of potential, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I checked out the Robo Raid game. Did you play that at all? No. Right, okay. Um, so this was one where it was like, hey, look at, look at a wall. Um, so I went and looked at a wall somewhere and it was like, all right calibrate it boom it didn't take long at all it took like <laughs> three four seconds yep. and it was like all right here's how you play um basically there will be uh like robots that are trying to attack you they shoot uh like lasers or missiles at you you use um you kind of use your movement to dodge out of the way uh, from these attacks and then in in order to um shoot back at them you use your uh, your head or whatever uh, your movement to also look at the objects, and then you sort of use this pinching movement uh, movement in front of you. So yep. you lift your hand up and um, and make like an L shape and sort of pinch. That's how you sort of interact with the the device and choose things in the menus and whatnot. So yeah, and and so you'd look at robots and then shoot them back by doing this movement it seemed quite responsive i never had really any issues with it but anyway so it starts off and it's like a wave-based shooter um and this thing sort of comes out of the wall uh and it starts like spewing out robots at you and they start flying around the room and and uh you've got to shoot back and try and kill them all um so yeah it's a wave-based thing but the thing is like you you're looking at this wall and shooting these robots and all of a sudden it's like all right there's a robot behind you it's on the left somewhere and it shows you on the the heads up display that there's something there so you turn around and and now in your living room there's a wall somewhere else and it's got another one of these devices in it that's hooked onto the wall and it's spewing out more robots at you and while you're doing this like so you're now walking around the my living room which was nowhere near where i was before um and somehow it is still mapping like my walls around super quickly it never felt like it was disjointed or like oh it's 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 got shit on my couch now like it's coming out of my couch like it, it seemed to recognize every single wall um really quickly and really fast and you would always like you could i could walk around my living room like around my couch go to this wall and i'd be fucking blowing up robots and while like if you missed and managed to not hit the robot and hit the wall behind you 
it would start creating like cracks in the wall, like holes in there. And you could see like <laughs> through the wall and you could see robots crawling around behind it and stuff like that. And then you'd turn around and look back where you were before and it was still keeping track of all that stuff. Like I could see it off in the distance where I was standing before, even though I'm now six, seven meters away from where I was. Um, and then I looked towards where my TV was because there's now a fucking robot coming out from above my TV and it seemed to understand that there was something like my wall was here, but it wasn't like it was half on my wall, half on my TV. It was only on the wall. And if I tried to shoot my TV, like it recognized that that was not part of the wall. So, yeah, it's it's some really cool tech that's going on there. And um, I think there's some awesome stuff that you could do with that. But, yeah, they're still in this spot where it is a dev sort of they're still developing it and that field of view is quite small and it's always been super small but it's really impressive what they're doing with that sort of stuff at the moment um yeah it's a really and like it it seems to work quite well uh from what i saw like i don't know if we just had a lot to drink but um (laughs) i never felt like i was getting any sort of motion sickness with it or like oh this is sort of a little bit janky it's not really attaching to my walls properly like you'd sort of just spin around i don't have a square room or anything like that it's quite you know it's got some awkward shapes in there and i've got furniture in the way and that sort of stuff so you'd you'd go to one area of my living room turn around and and it was still picking up elements from what i did you know two or three minutes ago on the other side of the room past couches and whatnot like it kept track of everything really well i felt um super impressive stuff yeah yep yeah it was slick as fuck Mm. nice but that field of view yeah man if they can get that a lot wider holy shit (laughs) that'd be so cool like double if i could get it to double it'd be goofy Mm. like it'd be some future shit yeah i don't know what it takes but the the thing was right you didn't need like it was just it's self-contained in this halo that you wear on your fucking head yeah like it's it's not like you're wandering around with this big fucking like you need to put it on a computer or some shit it's just it's all part of this thing very light device yeah yeah like yeah yeah, it's it's proper impressive shit yeah It, it just the thing is you've got this small field of view that it looks like you're looking through this small square in front of you like you can see the edges that's the the kind yep. of thing whereas if it was a lot wider um sort of like a uh, you know a, a typical vr experience where you've got your whole peripheral sort of covered mm. yeah that that's where you start start getting into some really interesting places with that tech yeah but yeah man a couple more years with that thing that'd be slick as yeah definitely um yeah definitely something worth watching for yeah nice yeah what else you got here um more monster hunter let's talk about that you you were pretty right well we were both pretty ragey last week um and at last time we spoke you were done but i've since heard that you you went back in for some more monster hunting i said i was done last week uh i I said you know fuck this game uh when when the fucking when the t-rex spat fire that clipped through a fucking tree through my cover to fucking kill me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I have to put up with this shit. I'm not reviewing it. But uh, I noticed on the on our Discord and on my Twitter, a lot of people were, like, passionate about the game in a way that made me want to 
dig in and find the reason. Like I wanted to get to the point to understand why they gave a single fuck about this game. Uh, because like it wasn't just that they were passionate. But they were like, if anything about the game reminds me of Dark Souls, it is the community being like patiently helpful. It's not like the game is not like Dark Souls and anyone who says it is doesn't understand Dark Souls, but like it is like that community, the the community has that same passion for it and they are ultra patient with people who try it out and immediately hate it and are like, fuck this shit, I'm outie. Um, Like the, the difference is though, right? Like in Dark Souls, it's not, it's not Stockholm Syndrome. It's not like it's, it hasn't tricked you into eventually, oh, uh, yeah, no, well, I know all this shit doesn't make any sense and it's bad, but, that like, these are the good things. Dark Souls is specifically crafted to be the way it is. And once you think, like, with Dark Souls, once you think with portals and it clicks, then you understand, you know, oh, well, it has to be the way that it is for you to get the experience that you would get out of it. The things, the shit that doesn't make any fucking sense in most of the world, it, it doesn't have to be that way. If it were a reason, like, it was, if it was fucking any way decent, then it wouldn't be like this, but it is, so what are you going to do? Um, sorry, anyway, to, sorry, I, I started shitting on Monster Hunter again, and that wasn't where I was going. I, I, <laughs> what I was trying to get at is uh, the the passion that they had and the patience that they had with me being a jerk about the game. It, it convinced me to continue to try. And so I jumped back in, immediately killed the T-Rex uh, by firing my fucking flare in the air. Hmm. And, uh, and these three dudes in sick, like, fucking gear hopped in uh, and murdered the fucking T-Rex uh, before it had moved like twice, <laughs> these, these three Japanese dudes—I could tell they were Japanese because they had like the Japanese characters. letters for yeah. the names. Yeah, and uh, these three Japanese dudes hop in and fucking murder this T Rex. And basically, the only thing I had to do was not die, <laughs> and uh, it came pretty close. <laughs> hmm. Well, I managed to do it, and uh, yeah, like. It was fucking ridiculous. They just fucking shredded this fucking T-Rex. And I'm like, cool. And uh, made me sort of like think. I'm like, oh, okay. I think I get it now. Okay. Um, So I immediately switched to the weapon they were using. And uh, I had already switched. I switched away from the longsword, which was one of the things that uh, the very patient people who are fans of Monster Hunter said to me. It was get rid of longsword. and switch to the dual blades. And the dual blades was a great idea uh, because I felt like I was actually like uh, able to put damage on this thing. And it wasn't quick damage. Uh, it wasn't a lot of damage. It wasn't damage to the sort of damage the longsword did. But uh, it was damage that I was able, like, I was able to play that sort of duck in slash 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 duck out sort of game style that makes a lot more sense to me and like I'd already wrapped my head around the idea that uh fucking the camera is just it's you you know you never move relative to the camera uh it's just a lock on for the camera so you can track the monster it's not a lock on so that you can you know face the fucking thing Hmm. um but 
regardless, uh, yeah, the dual blades were working for me. I jumped into, like, when I did this other one, though, these dudes fucking, they had these staff spear things, and uh, they were fucking leaping about. And I don't think, like, a couple of them didn't, like, just weren't on the ground at any point. Uh, so I was like, ah, oh, let's see if I can use that thing. So I looked it up. Uh, it was the uh, the insect glaive. Hmm. And if you use the insect glaive, then, uh, yeah, basically you can use this combination of moves to never fucking touch the ground. I had to watch a couple of YouTube videos. Like I did all the things everyone said, you know, I'll watch some YouTube videos and things will make more sense. So I'll watch, these are the YouTubers to watch. So I watched like 45 minutes of YouTube videos before I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Why the fuck would I, like, I'm not going to watch hours of fucking video game, uh, someone else playing a video game just so I can play a video game with a basic level of competence. I feel like a video game itself should be able to teach me how to do these things without me having to fucking watch a fucking video. I never had to watch a fucking video to play Dark Souls and Dark Souls is significantly more challenging than this. This is just tedious. Spiraled a little bit. So I stopped watching YouTube videos and uh, just started playing again, but I'd learned enough to use this insect glaive with a modicum of fucking reliability. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I started, like, bouncing around, just never touching the ground. And, like, I was doing fucking killing monsters and having a good time. And uh, came across this, um, I'm going to call him a spiky bone armadillo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah what are you talking about? Yeah, I beat him up. Um, and uh, got him down to, you know, the flashing skull because uh, they don't, they still they, they, they don't have health bars but if there's a flashing skull on the mini map um, you know if there's four pixels of flashing skull and you happen to notice that then you can tell that he's nearly dead but I chopped off his tail and knocked off most of his bones so I had a pretty decent idea that he was on the ropes anyway uh, and then he sank into the ground and disappeared and then a fresh one appeared in front of me yeah and uh, every time and like that was pretty bad that was pretty annoying like <laughs> Uh, I've spent 20 minutes fighting this fucking thing and it's disappeared. But uh, the worst thing was every time I tried to attack this bone armadillo, it um, it would roll away to the next zone like the moment I hit it once. Hmm. And so it seemed like the game had broken on me and that's the last I played it. Yeah. Dunzo. I'm properly done now. I mean, the core... Like, I definitely get it a lot more. Like, you have to dig through... It'd be like if you're an archaeologist, right? And you're you're an archaeologist and fucking all you're about is archaeologizing shit. Like a paleontologist even. Yeah. And you're all about paleontology and you're like, fucking, I love finding dinosaur bones. And uh, some people are so about that dinosaur bone life. Me, I'm about that dinosaur bone life, right? I'm about it. Yep. I love to find dinosaur bones, and I don't mind if I have to go through a bit of like um, a bit of like adversity to get there. You know, like if I have to maybe splunk a bit to get down to the dinosaur bone dig area, I'm cool with it, right? And it's a bit challenging because you've got to climb some places, and you know, you got to learn new skills about yourself, and that's the Dark Souls part. Right, Monster Hunter is if uh, you were paleon, you were digging for dinosaur bones in a um, sewage waste facility, 
and you had to get through 18 meters of actual human shit to get down to the part where you found the fucking dinosaur bones. Some people are fucking all about it, right? They're like, it's easy. It's just shit, right? Once you fucking, once you get your head around the fact that it's just human shit, right? You just get straight down and it's actually never been easier to get to dinosaur bones. It actually used to be way harder to get to the dinosaur bones you still had all this extra, like, human shit, but there are these other hurdles you get up, had to go, go over. No, but now, it's just it's just 18 metres of human shit. And once you get through that, it's all good, baby. It's all dinosaur bones. And some people are like, that makes sense. I could just, I can have a shower afterwards, right? Whatever. 18 metres of human shit, I'm all about it because I still get dinosaur bones. Me, I'm not about it. I'm not about those dinosaur bones. I prefer other dinosaur bones. Anyway, you, you've kept playing? Yeah. I, so I kept playing. Um, last I... Yeah, so I'm like 30 hours in. Um, and last time I was speaking about the game was uh, the... Uh, so the T-Rex, I beat that. That was the last one I had a, a really big problem with. Um, I got like three or four more areas in. Didn't really... Well, I didn't die to anything else. Being pretty much doing pretty well and then i got to this part in the story where it's like all right kill these two um two other creatures and uh i was basically getting three shot by two or three shot by these things um like it would hit me twice and then you'd go into a stun and then it hit me a third time so i couldn't ever avoid it yeah and yeah like the thing was that i didn't have any issues at all going up to that point with any of the other monsters it was you know challenging but i never felt like i was getting fucked over um and at that point like i had the highest gear that i could craft um i had the the best weapon that i could use and i'm still doing no fucking damage i still don't know how the damage indicators work in the game because every time i level up a fucking weapon it still says i'm doing 13 damage to everything um but whatever. So I, I get to this point where it's like, all right, kill this thing. Um, I must have died like five or six times to it after just, you know, bullshit stuff. Cameras being in the wrong way or getting stun locked after accidentally trying to roll and it's still clipping me or something like that. And then that was the point I was at last week. So this week I'm like, all right, I'm going to give another crack, see where I go. I jumped in in the game. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm going to give this multiplayer a try because everybody's like, oh, you should play with other people, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't want to do that. I just want to play myself. So I thought I'd give multiplayer a try. So I fire it up. I post the quest. I set it to four players. No password. Um, I sit around and wait for like five minutes. Nobody joins. So I, I jump into the actual... I depart and leave. Get my... get my uh, Eat my food from the canteen. Yep. Get into the map. I'm like, all right, let's... I'm going to fire an SOS then. So I fire my SOS. I start fighting this fucking monster. Um, I get it to... Uh, the second last phase as I get to the second last phase one dude joins go from um, uh, Japan because judging from his character the second dude joins Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like sweet alright we've got people coming in so I'm fighting this dude must be like two minutes go past no one showed up yet I'm still fucking hammering this thing uh, by myself I've cut like it's tail off both it's fucking horns are gone you know, I'm doing pretty well. And um, and then I finally... Uh, I hit it. It goes down. It starts limping away. Goes to its you know final bit where it goes to sleep. 
And then finally, after like, I don't know, six or seven minutes, these other two guys rock up. I don't cool. know what they've been doing. <laughs> it took them so long to get there. Awesome. And uh, I get there. They're already fighting this thing because uh, I'm running from where I was before uh, when I've just like sort of uh, got it to its final phase. So they've managed to get there before me from wherever they were running from. I get there. One of the guys on my team goes down. He, he goes down. Um, he ends up having to respawn. Um, at this point, I've not died at all. Like I've gotten to the final part without without dying. Yep. Uh, the second guy goes down. He dies. Yep. Uh, first guy comes back. And then he dies again, and the quest is over because we've died too many times. Oh, and what? And I—that's I'm done with the game now. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. What I like most is that um, the game scales difficulty if you enter multiplayer. Did you know this? No. So it increases the health of the monster if you enter multiplayer. Yeah. So it gets harder, but it's not. It doesn't scale based on how many people enter. It scales to your hunter level or something like that no it scales to it doubles all oh, right and it double it doesn't double again if you get four it's just if you've got one extra person it's a double health monster or some shit yeah. right so basically if only one person joins you're now fighting a twice uh, twice as difficult monster um without you know there's basically no point in they can fight a dinosaur of their own basically you just now have to double like kill this fucking thing if it's four half the workload Hmm. scale per person that enters it's literally just lol double fuck it who cares yeah Yeah. Hmm. so yeah so I'm fighting this thing for like 20 minutes nobody joins from flares I get to the last phase two dudes rock up and die within like a minute yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, well, this is fucked." So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty done with that game now. I can imagine. Yeah. Cool. So that was Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, I do. I actually like. I prefer, like. I like the fucking stuff that happens in the game. Uh, I, I like watching. Like I watched Barjo playing. I watched a video of Barjo playing on his Twitch stream. That's pretty entertaining. But like Barjo is obviously fairly entertaining in mm-hmm. general. Um, but it was fairly entertaining seeing him struggle with the dumber parts of uh, the UI and shit. Um, hmm. But yeah, Racy uh, and Miracle and a couple of the other guys on Discord have been sharing their stories as well. And they were pretty interesting to read. And Racy shared a gif. I don't know if you saw it on our discord today uh where uh like a fucking waterfall like washes away one of his fucking one of the monsters he's fighting a fucking dragon that he's fighting it just mm. washes it away like it's it lands in the water in the water and just gets fucking washed over the fucking cliff yeah it's funny yeah because uh, there's like there's traps and environmental things you can use on the map that, that actually show up while you're fighting things like getting the t-rex caught in vines or stuff like that did you know yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. These dudes, like the fucking the super team who killed the T-Rex for me, they were like using every single bit of that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? 
Yeah. This T-Rex can't fucking move because it's trapped in vines and these motherfuckers are flipping all over the fucking place non-stop. There's little insects that they're spitting out and all this kind of shit. But like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't... The game never teaches you how to do any of that stuff. Oh, the... I had to... I, like, 20 minutes of the fucking... The videos I was watching of the 45 minutes worth of videos I was watching, yeah. 20 minutes of it were literally just on how to use the insect lathe because the insect lathe, like... The, if you go to the training area of the insect glaive, it doesn't tell you fucking anything worth anything. It doesn't tell you, like, there's there's fucking 16 fucking new UI elements when you equip the insect glaive because the insect glaive has, there's the staff that you use to fling yourself up in the air and you do, like, fucking, like, flips and shit while you stab a fucking motherfucker, right? So there's that, yeah. but there's the insect itself there's three different ways to shoot the insect. There's three different things that the insect gets. Right. Uh, it doesn't tell you what those are. You need to like shoot the insect into the face of the monster to get red insect power. You need to shoot it into like the guts to get uh, blue, I think, which is no white and to get white, which is like healing uh, power. So you get red attack power. Uh, white healing power, and you get blue from shooting it into the legs, uh, and that that gets you extra speed. And if you get all three at once, you go like super fucking like stabber dude. And if you shoot it a different way, you fucking it like spits out this element. Uh, the insect spits out all these elements when it attacks, and uh, yeah, all this kind of shit doesn't explain any of this shit in the training area. It's just like. Press R2 in circle to <laughs> mm. so do this. Ah, oh, uh, okay, cool. That's it. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's, there's like fucking 15 weapons or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Only two of them are that straightforward. There's others that are like, this one is a hammer and a sword at the same time. You'll work it out. Everyone knows how a hammer and a sword work together. Don't worry about it. You're like, uh, Cool. Yeah. I'm on that. Anyway. Yeah, that game. They, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If that's the most accessible it's ever been, good God. I don't know how anyone ever fucking worked it out in the first place. Um, all right. Yeah. Turmoil. Right. What's that? Turmoil is this cute little game I've been playing that, uh, honest to God, should be on a phone. Uh, it is made to be on a phone like he does so basically you versus three other people with AI if it was multiplayer it'd be off the fucking chain but it's not a three versus uh, you versus three other people are AI and uh, you go onto a plot of land and uh, you uh, dig for oil and uh, you dig for oil by first you put down like a uh, one of those dudes with the uh, divining rods a dowser I guess yeah, dowser. Dowser is the right word. You chuck down a dowser, and the dowser finds, like, scans below the ground, finds, like, a pocket of oil, and then you put down an oil rig, and you drag a pipe down to the oil, uh, and then you get horses and carts to sell the oil to either the left company or the right company, and each company has a different, like, it is buying oil at a different price, and so you're going to manage that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of just, like, a real quick... Um, like these self-contained, uh, like building management type game. Uh, because each game takes about like ten minutes. 
Uh, and then you go back and you buy a new plot of land and uh, the other three characters buy their own plot of land and they're trying to make the most money and you're trying to make the most money and it's competition in that sense. And uh, that's about it. Mm. Um, if it was on a phone, fuck me, I'd play it all the time. Uh, it's on Steam instead and it's, I like it, I still like it. But uh, it's simplistic enough that uh, I feel like I could definitely be doing... It feels like a waste of my computer's resources, really. You know? Uh, it's good fun. It's like three bucks or some shit. And, uh, yeah, it was on the... I just don't understand why it's not on the phone. It's on iOS. Uh, it was three bucks. It was uh, 30, 60% off or something when I bought it. It's now $10. It's not worth 10 bucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, just to be clear, it is not worth $10. But, um, yeah, like... I, fucking i don't know man like if it was on ios uh, it is on ios apparently but it's ipad only and it's not on android at all and it feels like it is perfectly created for mobile because like literally everything you do is tap or drag and drop it's not like there's any fucking complex controls you can do the entire thing with a mouse cursor so if you can do it all with the mouse cursor you can do it all with a fucking finger so i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know why it is the way it is the way it is but it is and yeah, that's about it. I don't know. It's uh, it's good fun, but yeah, don't buy it for ten bucks. That's crazy. Um, it's just yeah, a mindless time killer. Yeah, right on. Yep. Um, I just quickly installed. I think we talked about last week the South Park Phone Destroyer game. Uh, oh, also yeah. the one uh, you're talking about. Uh, Ownerim. Ownerim. Yep. Yeah. So I played a bit of that one. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, South Park Phone Destroyer is is pretty cool. It's yeah. uh, I like the art style of it. it. Looks very much like the the other games and you know the TV show. Um, I've hmm. only played like four or five levels, but yeah, I'm, I it uses card packs and that sort of stuff. So you you're getting cards, you're getting uh, like gold, some sort of currency, and then you're buying card packs using that currency. Yeah. Um, and then there's different types of card packs, like tiers, um, gold, diamond, whatever. And I guess you get rarity based off of how many dollars you spend or in-game currency. Um, right. So I haven't played enough of it to understand like how much of it you can play without dropping real-life dollars on it. Um, but it's got some interesting mechanics in there. So I, I think that's something I need to talk about at a later stage, but... Yeah, seems like an interesting game so far. All right, cool. Yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got it, and uh, I'll try and play it, and we can talk about these interesting mechanics next week. Hmm, yeah. All right, cool. Um, what else have we got? Doki Doki Literature Club. What is Doki that? Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, a gap listener, Hotcakes, yeah. hit me up on Twitter and said I should play... Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. What? what is, oh man, he worded it in this really odd way. Um, think it was. Ah, yeah, here it is. I found a tweet. Uh, Frog Fractions, The Stanley Parable, Pony Island, and Doki Doki Literature Club. Hmm. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck do these four games had to do with each other? Except for the fact that three of them are games uh, that are good, and one of them is something i'll never touch 
uh, shy away from in horror. And uh, he's like, just check it out. I've, have I steered you wrong before? <laughs> and uh, he, he told me to play a Pony Island in the first place. So uh, he he was correct there. I may as well. So I checked it out. And um, it's a dating simulator visual novel. And my gut reaction was, uh, what the fuck is this shit? Because uh, I don't like... I don't like the like that anime style, the the like cutesy girl, uh, schoolgirl style. There's something about it that like just fucking is just a instant shutdown for me. I'm just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Um, and yeah, so I'm, but like out of the interest in like I don't know, being a little bit more than a bit more broad. Mm-hmm. Or more broadly, uh, like enjoying things that I might not necessarily enjoy, and you know, at, at, thanks to Hotcake's recommendation, I'm like, ah, I'll persevere. Uh, but yeah, so it just seems like you, you've joined the, the Doki Doki Literature Club. You're a dude. There's four chicks in this club, and uh, you're like, you join the club because your friend convinces you to join it mm. and uh like she's part of the club as well and you're like fuck maybe i can buy one of these like broads and uh and that's it so you participate in the club and it's a visual novel so like it's not like a it's not like uh you're doing a lot of decision making like you make some key decisions but most of the time decisions are made for you and you just like read so it's just a ton of right reading uh, where you just like, yeah, see what happens. You're sort of taken along for the ride. But as you go along, like uh, each day you write a poem and the poems you write, uh, you use those to sort of influence uh, which girl likes you because different girls write like different things. And so uh, because you're constructing these poems just out of words, so I guess you just you pick 20 words and uh, you construct the poems based on like these word combinations it's not like you're actually writing a fucking poem or anything you're just like picking words that you think a girl will like so there's like each of the girls likes a different thing one likes something cutesy one likes something uh super deep and one likes something super dark and stuff like that so you pick it you construct a poem out of the words that are presented you get like eight words presented to you and you construct a poem that's it that's how you woo over these girls and uh yeah, that's about that's about it. Um, until you careen through the fucking uh, game, and uh, it's worth playing. Yeah, surprisingly worth playing. Because um, yeah, I, I, I you know up front, I don't like weeb shit, uh, but. Yeah, I actually got a lot out of this. I got a lot more than just the basic. Like, there's, it's, uh, it's, there's more to it than just the dating simulator visual novel aspect. Uh, quite a bit more to it than just that. Uh, which, uh, and it takes some like really clever uh, turns along the way. It's difficult to talk about though because I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, it's it's certainly extremely interesting. And uh, so. It takes about an hour and a half for you to get to the point where you're at, like, the first real turn. Depending on how long, like, how fast you read, it, like, 
an hour and a half to two hours, I reckon. Mm. And but once you get there, it's like it feels like the previous two hours were worth it because you need it to like sort of engage with the story and the characters and all that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, but along the way, that like there was this one uh, I tweeted about this. That's pretty sappy, but I'm going to read this poem uh, that one of the one of the girls writes. Uh, all right. Uh, so this was called, uh, I think it was called Spiders. And it's by one of the girls. I can't remember her fucking name. Whatever. Uh, you know what I heard about Amy? Amy likes spiders. Icky, wriggly, hairy, ugly spiders. That's why I'm not friends with her. Amy has a cute singing voice. I heard her singing my favorite love song. Every time she sang the chorus, my heart would pound to the rhythm of the words. But she likes spiders. That's why I'm not friends with her. One time, I hurt my leg really bad. Amy helped me up and took me to the nurse. I tried not to let her touch me. She likes spiders, so her hands are probably gross. That's why I'm not friends with her. Amy has a lot of friends. I always see her talking to people. She probably talks about spiders. What if her friends start to like spiders too? That's why I'm not friends with her. Doesn't matter if she has other hobbies. Doesn't matter if she keeps it private. It doesn't matter if, she, if sorry, if it doesn't hurt anyone. It's gross. She's gross. The world's better off without spider lovers. Lovers, and I'm going to tell everyone. This poem got to me because, in a way, right? Spiders. Obviously, that that is the power of fucking poetry or whatever. But obviously, uh, and, and they're upfront about how obviously the spiders is a metaphor about something because there's a internal conflict when this poem comes up and it's supposed to be a, like used to like make a point. But it's a different point. In my experience, though, I took the poem uh, and I thought about it and it was like, in a lot of ways, uh, spiders is super weeb shit romantic dating simulators. Uh so, do you know what I heard about Amy? Amy likes crazy weeb dating simulators. Hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm not friends with her. Um, obviously, I don't, like, unfriend people who like dating simulators. But I do, like, judge people for playing them. Uh, like, I don't I don't think, oh, yeah, you're a piece of shit if you like dating simulators. But, like, I, I, I always think... How the fuck could anyone play them? Like, I'm super judgmental. I'm a, I'm a judgmental dickhole. And this this poem in particular made me, like, reflect on that. It was like, I would have not played this game. I would not have played Doki Doki Literature Club if I had stuck true to my own personal opinions about weeb shit. Hmm. And, uh... I'm glad. I'm very glad that I didn't stick to that. I'm glad I fucking abandoned that and decided to, to give DDLC a, a go. Uh, I finished it. I didn't proper super finish it. There's a whole bunch of hoops you have to jump through to super finish it to like ultimate finish it, get the best ending or whatever the fuck um, that I didn't feel uh, was worth the time. I just watched it on fucking YouTube. Um, it's definitely the best way to go about it in my opinion. But uh yeah, it's. Uh, I'd say to get to the point where you've um, finished it as much as I did. Uh, Steam reckons I played it for three hours, but that is fucking horseshit. Uh, I, I'd say it takes about four and a half hours to get to the point where, uh, yeah, you've definitely got a decent understanding and then watch the fucking real ending or the best ending or whatever the fuck um, on YouTube. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's a spectacular experience. It's free. Uh, which is crazy. I 
definitely would have paid money for this. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, an interesting. Like, it was an interesting experience for me because yeah, I'm such a judgmental dick about anime shit. So yeah, I don't know. There. So what's what's next, Dream Daddy? For you? Oh, I, fucking what's that pigeon one? One where everyone's a bird or some shit? I'm not sure. That's what I'm going to play. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Dream Daddy's the one I heard a lot about last year. I'm sitting here drinking bubble tea, so maybe <laughs> maybe this is the beginning of the end for me. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'll be watching Love, Hina, and uh, I don't know. That's the only cringe-tastic anime I can think of. My bad. Anyway, uh, worth it. You should play it. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm glad I'm glad you got something out of the poem as well. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, to me, it's just sound like that. Whoever wrote that's a fucking giant bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor, dickhead. No. Well, I haven't played it, so I don't know. Well, you would if you played it, so just go play it then. Mm. Bingo, bango. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I've been playing uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Devil's Daughter. Started oh. this last, I think, last night, night before. Um, this is a follow up to a game that we played a couple of years back, Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishments. Oh yeah. Um, they they've got a bunch of Sherlock Holmes games out, and uh, this one was released in 2016, so it's a little bit old. But I picked it up during the Steam sale um, over the Christmas break and. And I was done with Monster Hunter, so I was like, well, I'll go play something else. So I fired that up. And, um, yeah, the basic premise is it's like an adventure game with uh, Sherlock Holmes, Watson. Um, you're going around solving uh, cases. And the catch with, well, at least the last two games is that uh, you find clues and evidence throughout the area um, or the cases that you're doing uh, through either objects or speaking to people through dialogue. And you start to form like a case uh, as to who you think or the outcome of the, um, you know, the case could be like who possibly did it or the reasoning behind why it was done. Um, and the, what I thought was interesting about the last game, and I don't know if this is something for, you know, ones going back, but you could actually solve the case incorrectly and the game would keep progressing or right, you could yep. put clues together and have them be um, sort of... You can tie clues together to say, all right, this and this, let's join these two clues. And then um, that may give you two options and say, all right, this does this mean this thing or does this mean this other thing? And depending on which one you chose, it kind of makes this spider web and um, your choices start, you know, starting to uh, sort of come together. And then that forms a conclusion at the end of the case and you can, um, you can either pick that conclusion or go. All right, maybe, maybe this is this sound a bit not right. I'll go back and maybe change some of these choices a little bit, or these, um, uh, you know, maybe this part of it is incorrect or whatever. But anyway, you get to the end of the case, and it's like, all right, now you got to make your decision. Is this what you want to do? Blah blah blah. And you can actually end up making the wrong choice and either uh, putting someone away, or <laughs> you know, that the type of thing where it's like, all right did this person actually do it or have you just um put someone away that was you know innocent that type of stuff and that's what i thought was quite interesting about it is that you didn't necessarily um 
know whether or not you're putting the right person away. And I don't recall if it did this, but I felt like it did. And, and I thought the last game never actually told you whether you made the right decision or not. It kind of just kept going. Yeah. Um, do you, because you played a bit of it, right? Yeah, I did. And yeah. I think, I, I don't think it did tell you. Yeah. Yeah, that's not how I remember it anyway. I That's how I thought. And that's what I really thought was interesting because you could finish the case and be like, all right, it'll just keep going. Um, and maybe it did at the end of the game. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it did at the end of the game. Because uh, I, I played it a bit, but I wound up just like watching it. Yeah. Not playing it all the way through. Yeah, right. So, um, I, and I don't recall if I finished it or not. I can't really remember. But anyway, uh, with this game, it, it's... All the mechanics are quite similar. There's some extra bits of, of puzzle stuff in there, but in terms of that, uh, like that clue system, uh, what they've done this time is at the end of each case, it will tell you whether or not, um, sort of you've made the right decision and, and how many other people in the world, like, that have played the game also made the same decision as you. And then right. you can go back and replay, um, the case if you want to and make different choices. So. Uh, it's it's possible that they'd maybe taken that part that was at the end of the last one and moved that forward a bit at the end of each case. But yeah, um, I still like the fact that you can go through and play this like two hour, one and a half hour case and mm. still end up making a wrong decision and, and putting away somebody that's innocent or or yeah. um, that sort of thing. Um, I think that's really interesting and and like we've seen detective games. Um, like L.A. Noir and, and that sort of stuff do interesting things with choices. But yeah, I think this is really cool and unique what they do with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. How, how are the graphics? Because I remember it got a bit like <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Like it is a year and a half old game or, you know, 2016 game. Like it doesn't look terrible. Um, they have done some sort of thing where in Baker Street there's like an open world area and I don't know how deep it goes because I actually gave up walking around I was like holy fuck it seems like I can just walk around forever um, but yeah. they're quite detailed streets like there's there's alleyways and doors you can go down and um, and that sort of stuff but I, I kind of was like oh I don't really need to be down here I, I like you, there's an actual map you can go to and um and then just like fast travel to the place you want to go so i don't know if like it's all connected like you could actually walk to this place i feel like you couldn't but um yeah there's like a bit more open worldness to it it seems like um, yeah okay but but yeah man i like i i think it's a really interesting way of doing like an adventure game having these um really cool choices in there and and uh like puzzle elements but i don't think it looks bad um, there's a little bit jankiness in terms of, uh, and, and that's kind of expected, right? It's not a, like a super high budget triple A. They're not putting, you know, a hundred million dollars behind this game. Um, but, uh, you know, just some of the animations of, of walking around can be a little bit fiddly. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm having fun with it. It's, it's cool. Cool to play sort of, you know, an hour, hour and a half and just bust out a, a case um yeah. really quickly uh, i don't know how much it's going for at the moment but when i picked it up it was quite cheap that, that's why because I, I had fun with the last one i was like yeah it, it was yeah. cool it was an interesting idea um looks like it is 50 bucks at the moment that that's 50 usd um yeah 
I don't know. If you like those type of games, like adventure games that, or the last one, then it might be worth checking out, but that's a bit pricey, 50 something bucks at the moment. And I, yeah. I haven't finished it, so I don't know um, how it all ties together because it usually has some sort of overall story at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's interesting. There's some, like I've played two of the cases so far and, and they've got some, yeah, those stories have been quite interesting so far. Yeah. Some weird shit happening in them. Cool. I dig it. I think it's fun. Cool. Not for 50 bucks, then. Right. Yeah, yeah. A bit pricey for 50 bucks, I think, mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, but yeah, if it jumps on sale at some stage. Worth worth checking out. Nice. Um, cool. And you have to play as a dog at one stage. Dog named Toby. Sick. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and I was walking down some stairs because I'm following traces of oil yep. to try and figure out where someone went and as I was walking down some stairs I was like oh I'm gonna check how janky these stairs will be like will the dog actually put its paws on each step or will it kind of just float uh, and it was floating so oh, <laughs> and then there were these two weird shadows on the stairs like there was someone on the stairs right and it was creepy it was like a ghost man um, so that's cool I-, I like janky European games like that it's fun good cool yeah all right let's talk about uh last game we played here which is what was it that was it hunt showdown oh hunt showdown how the fuck did i forget that yeah wow yeah okay cool did we talk about this last week no. i don't think we did oh no last week you were upset because nate got me a key yeah. and i was like don't worry i'll get you a key and yeah. i got you a key so yeah. hunt showdown yeah uh crytek are making a 10 player monster hunting game uh this is the real monster hunter <laughs> yeah. uh no it's uh, it's set like in a depression era sort of louisiana type like swamp type area and uh you go in and you uh you kill a monster and you get out with uh i don't know with the bounty, bounty. yeah the bounty and there's two different monsters in the alpha there's the butcher and there's the spider and uh yeah there's yeah you go in there's eight other people and uh whoever gets out with the bounty wins uh it's got permadeath for the characters which is literally insane and um it's brutally hard like nearly one shot kill type shit uh all kinds all kinds of stuff um it's it's good fun mm-hmm. it's good fun um yeah so i guess the way it works is you start the map and um you can either play it solo or with a partner um yep. and you've got this huge area you need to go and explore to try and find out where this monster is uh which you don't need to you can you can play it a totally different way but you're you're tasked with finding clues throughout the map and you bring up like this sensory um sort of projection in front of you so you, you you trigger it and it shows you in your vision like where a clue is located it's like a it turns everything kind of black and you see like a blue um outline of where which direction you got to go search for this clue yep. and then you go and find a clue um and then it sort of sort of shrinks the map a little bit like it it highlights an area of where you need to go next like well, where, it darkens it darkens an area yeah, like there sort of eliminates you like, need to go yeah so like hey the monster is not in this area uh, and there's three clues that you go and find and eventually once you find the last clue 
it says, all right, the monster's in this location. You look at the map and it says, it, this is where you need to go to find it. And yeah. meanwhile, everybody else is kind of in the world and and walking around and either finding clues or um, finding people to kill. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, once, yeah, it's, it's an interesting game. I mean, yeah, there's, there's monsters, like there's more than just the main monster that you're there to kill. Uh, but they, they vary in difficulty so wildly. Like the difference between like some of the monsters, some of this shit you can run up and punch to death and some of it like will to hit you is, is more dangerous than the fucking boss monster like it's crazy that uh, it's an alpha so there's definitely balancing concerns in play but like I, I made a youtube video and uh i died to dogs twice yeah and i am firmly of the belief that dogs are well overpowered <laughs> as they currently are and it's not just because like they can two hit you so they do 60 percent of your da- uh, your health every single time they hit you uh which is fucking insane uh, but it's more than that. Like, it's more than just that factor. It's also the fact that, like, they roam around sometimes in, in packs of five. Mm. So you could reasonably expect to do to deal with two of them, right? Like, that's not that bad. It's not ideal. But, like, if you're not fucking about trying to hammer them to death, uh, then you can probably just, like, they die to one shot, right? Uh, but the way the weapons work, like a wep- like it's there's a layer of complexity to everything yeah. that makes it that five dogs is uh, to a solo player is, is essentially a death sentence, and like the they they patrol. It's not like they're just in one static place, so you can't just like not go near them because they will go. They can go near you in a lot of cases, which is yeah makes it really difficult to deal with. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely some balancing issues. But yeah, like to fire your weapon, you have to right hold right mouse button and then press that left mouse button. You can't just fire with left mouse button. If you do that, you just hit shit like melee shit. Uh, if you want to aim down sights, you have to R and B, L and B, and then press shift to aim down sights and uh it's just like these layers of complexity like stack and stack and stack and it's not like to the point that it's like unbearable but it is surprisingly complex there's like a lot more going on than you'd expect um the fucking like using a first aid kit is tough (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the amount of times fu- I've punched instead of healing myself. You got to fucking, you got to aim down, you got to RMB on the fucking healing kit to fucking use the healing, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Um, yes. So, like, the the idea of the game is to uh, get these contracts, which are the monsters, um, yeah. try and try and be the the first one to find where the monster is, uh, kill it. Uh, then you have to banish the monster once that's done. And so once you kill it, um, there's like a, I don't know, man, like a minute and a half, two minute window where you're banishing the monster and there's sort of this countdown on the, the uh, like a percentage countdown on the screen. Once yep. it gets to 100%, that's when you can pick up the bounty on the monster and then you've got to try and get to an extraction point. So there's generally three extraction points on the map. Yep. Um, and then once you get to the extraction point, there's a countdown um I think it's 20 seconds. 20 if you're seconds. with a partner, um, you get like a, a, a oh, yeah, sort of like boosts that, boosts that. So, you, you know, the idea is to leave with your partner. So it's a bit quicker. And yep. then you get out with the money and the experience and you level up your characters. 
um, and then you can you can upgrade them, get better gear, that sort of stuff. So there's like this, as you said, perma death thing that's there, but there's also another layer of like you're always gaining experience and and like hiring new characters um, and trying to level them up. So there are some situations where the game doesn't want you to get out with the monster. Like maybe you just kill a few things and a couple of people and then just leave. Like you don't necessarily have to complete that task. Um, yeah. Which is, and I think they've, they've like sort of positioned the game in that way saying like, Hey, you can be, you don't have to be a monster hunter. You can be a fucking, a human hunter. <laughs> like just go after other people like a yeah. bounty hunter. Um, but the problem that I see with the, and I, you've said the same sort of thing, is the meta in, in this case uh, doesn't favor people going for the monster at all. Yeah. Um, primarily because it takes so long at the moment to kill the monster. And, and resources are limited. You don't have a lot of ammo. Um, and, uh, you know, these things can be quite deadly. But also, it means that other people can either... Uh, camp and wait for you to finish killing the monster um or even come in the last moment and then like take the last shot of the monster and sort of just get all that points anyway yeah um they can just camp exit points and wait for you to come uh because when people do pick up the bounty it shows you on the map and also in your spooky uh I you know, still don't think it's in the... I'm pretty... I'm 99% sure it's not on the map. No. I'm, I'm sure it's said in a tutorial. It shows up in yeah, the map. Yeah, I think it's wrong. Vision. I think yeah. it's just wrong. Because um, I know on the actual map, when you're banishing it, it comes up with like a blue burn in the area on the map where you're banishing. So, I don't know if maybe that blue burn also follows on the map. Anyway. Whatever. So, when you enter your spooky vision mode to find clues, there are lightning bolts striking above where the person with the bounty is on the other teams so you can track the um the bounties and try and hunt them down while they're going to an exit point but yeah the the current meta at the moment is and i've played a bunch of games like nobody is actually going after the monster (laughs) they're just kind of camping exit points or camping the uh you know somewhere around the monster and waiting for other people to kill them and then killing the people with the bounties and then just leaving yeah um which is, yeah, I think there's a lot of balancing that needs to be done to try and, like, stop people from doing that. Because I think the, the main focus of the game should be killing that monster. Absolutely. Um, like, the monster hunting should be, it's called the hunt. And it does have showdown, but, like, showdown doesn't have to be, like, between humans all the time. It could be a showdown with the fucking monster. Hmm. But, yeah, at this point, hunting the monster is honest to god not your best plan um yeah nate and i have won two games together uh in that we have escaped with a bounty yeah uh and kept our dude alive twice and uh both times uh we just took the bounty of other players yeah um one time we like i've got video i've got the video and i'll put it up um i already put up one video it's worth checking out on my youtube um it's pretty entertaining. I'll put up another one uh, of my of our two wins. Uh, like we're playing on uh, like US servers, so we got a lot of lag. So it's not always like super easy to get the kills. But uh, fucking hell, uh, yeah, you um, you 
Like, I don't know. Just wait. You just wait it out. It was like, yeah, the first win we got is 40 minutes, a 40 minute long game. And compared to like the other games we've had, where even like getting all the way to the monster, getting all the way to the end, it's still like about 15. Um, like the difference between like 24 hours uh, is just, yeah, staggering. So, yeah, getting, yeah, 40 minutes. I'd say 11 of them, I think. I haven't measured, but 11 of them are probably uh, waiting outside the monster hmm. until we're certain that either everyone's dead or uh, or we can go kill whoever's going to kill the monster. Yeah. We figured that everyone was dead, so we went in to kill the monster. Some cheeky motherfucker had waited just a bit longer, caught us out, but we managed to fucking kill him. And uh, we got out alone, which was good. Right. Um, second time, we just, we, I think you were in the same game. Um, but yeah, you, like these dudes must have gotten there really early. And we just fucking, we just killed them when they got to the extraction point. We, um, well, I killed one of them and stole his fucking, stole his uh, bounty. And we just got out, me and they, it was 10 seconds, like, because we were both together, we got out oh. 10 seconds. We only got one bounty. The other guy got the other one, but that's okay. Like, good enough trade-off. I'll pop the dude in the stomach too, but the lag, like, yeah, because of the lag, because of the ping, it's hard to, like, definitely win a human-to-human engagement that you don't have the drop on. Yep. So, you have to be a bit careful. Yeah. I don't know. It was, um, it just doesn't, yeah, there's no incentive to go fight the monster. Not straight away at any point. You just you're way better off just fucking taking time. But it's yeah, it's super engaging. It's just it was just it, it, like funny to me that in, in space of twenty four hours it went from people like just diving in on this monster to try and kill it and like having gunfights in the monster room to try to kill the monster first to literally everyone. Like while we were hiding outside the monster, we like caught out multiple people crouching like walking real close to us as they tried to get in to work out where people were and stuff you know like yeah hmm. yeah I, I had a game where um because you can queue up solo we were trying to sort of play in the same servers but obviously um one of us was a solo the other one was either with nate or you and nate that type of thing yeah um, but we weren't helping each other or whatever yeah. um yeah, and so I was I ended up in a game with Solo, and uh, and I managed to get all three clues, and I was like, oh man, it's it can be quite difficult depending on what weapons you've got to take down the boss if there's only one of you. So, um, I, luckily I had like a, a double barrel shotgun, so I was cool. So I, I got to this monster first, and I was like, oh man, maybe I should just wait in this room and just kill people or something so i waited like a i don't know a minute or two Uh, nobody came so i thought fuck it i'll just kill this monster so i killed this monster um and then i banish it while i'm banishing it one dude comes uh he he actually opens the door to the uh like little barn that i'm in and comes Mm. like crouching in crawling through and i like double barrel him he goes straight down and then um and then I kind of just wait there for like, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> must have been ages. And I was like, there mustn't be anybody else in this server because nobody has come to pick up these bounties. 
Like, I'm not hearing any shooting at all. Nothing. So, like, a decent amount of time goes past, and I pick up the bounty, and I start heading towards, like, one of the exits. Um, and there's two exits that kind of close to sort of one on each side of where I am. It's like, the moment that I leave the shed, I start mm. getting fucking shot at. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I manage to get away from that dude. I start heading towards the exits. I head towards one exit. And I can see two dudes camping behind, like, the caravan where you need to exit. They start shooting at me. So, then I turn around and run the opposite direction to the other um, caravan. And mm. then I get there and there's another two guys standing there, like, camping the caravan. And I'm just like, well... And I, I like, immediately die because it's one versus two. Yeah. And, again, the latency. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think there needs to be a lot more incentive to actually kill that monster. Um, yeah. And to stop this camping thing that's happening, like, there needs to be something something else done about it. I don't know. Like, there needs to be a lot of points given to killing that monster and just make, like, give people incentive to to fight it or to try and go in after it. And I think because there is a, um, uh, like, a permadeath thing, like, a lot of people maybe don't want that risk in there. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I, I think the, yeah, the, like, pumping up the amount of points you get for killing a monster would do a, an awesome job at really incentivizing people to hard out. Like, to, it would drag the game back into those those battles uh, over the fucking, like, the, the gunfights that you have in the fucking monster room while the monster's still up, which I think is... I think that should be the crux of the game. That's the most interesting part of the game to me, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, like, I think the game's got a lot of interesting elements and mechanics in there. Um, there's some cool ideas, but like seeing that meta shift within tw- like 20 hours of it being released... Crazy. Going from like people trying to get in there and kill this thing to like, it just becoming a camp fest either outside where the monster is or a yep. camping extraction points. Yeah. Um, I don't, but yeah, I don't know. Man. I think there's a lot of potential there. It's just, they need to nail down like a way of getting people in there and being a bit more active. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, s- definitely. I, I still think it's a great game and uh, yeah, totally totally worth um checking out when it finally like hits early access or whatever the fuck but um hmm. yeah i think the the creatures are really interesting like the um yeah. the fucking spider is creepy as at the moment it's it's a bit janky um mm. it can climb along walls and and uh ceilings and it's very quick and hard to kill um but the the butcher is really slow and you can sort of kite him. I, I didn't have any problems at all killing the butcher, but yeah, the uh, there's some cool stuff happening with the, the creatures and, um, you know, deciding whether or not you want to engage some of like the, uh, the, the like smaller level monsters that are around the place. Like, do you have the ammo to do it? Yeah. Are you going to alert other people to nearby presence because they'll hear the gunfire and maybe come out looking for you? Um, will you attract other monsters nearby? Like, there's this sort of risk to it because you still get points and rewards for doing that sort of stuff um but yeah 
there's some cool things happening there. It doesn't run too great at the moment, but obviously, yeah, early early alpha access. Um, the servers have been down for like three days. Something really broke the other day, but uh, yeah, it, it's it seems like it's fun to play at the moment. It's just hopefully they can um, get some some cool gameplay ideas in there and sort of incentivize people to to actually play the game as opposed to just sit in a bush. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully they get there. I don't know. Mm. We should play it after this. What do you reckon? Maybe. Is PUBG back up? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. There's a PUBG patch going out right now. The anti-cheat patch. Oh. And the anti-destroy-your-ears patch. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, according to Steam, I finished downloading something of three gigabytes at 130, so... Yeah, it must have gone up, I guess. I don't know. Oh, it does, that doesn't mean the servers are up, right? No. True. Um, all right. Anyway, speaking of... Uh, oh, we- just the Hunt Showdown, um, just adding to that, it's uh, it's got some... Uh, it's got, like, proximity chat in there as well. Um, so you can hear other people talking, which is really cool. But we, you've had some Australians in there as well. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, which is, which is kind of awesome that they've seemed to... I don't know how they did keys. I think it was just kind of sign up to their website and maybe get a key. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you go to their website, just if you want to check it out, just sign up. Maybe they'll do some more. Yeah, they might do another key wave. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know in Discord if you're playing. We can yep. always, we need at least one more so we can have two duos rolling around. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, just to, just want to point out the, the fucking Cavs beat the Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So the, the curse is broken. <laughs> the curse is broken. That's it. <laughs> it's been lifted. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's do some news. Let's do some news. Red Dead Redemption 2, October 26th. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, I don't think no. so. Uh, that's awesome. And I'm yep. fucking pumped. Uh, it's later than we expected, but I don't give a fuck. It means it's coming out. That's all that really matters. What's more, what's far more interesting is that um, is the rumors of what's uh, what's coming? Fucking leaks. Uh, the leaks, a battle royale mode. Yeah. Uh, so I, people are theorizing that it could be like PUBG, uh, but there's nothing like because it leaks. There's nothing in uh, set in stone or anything. Um, first person mode. Uh, what else have they got? Um, a revive and survive where like sounds I hate to say it but uh, esports uh, aims where uh, you've got two teams mm-hmm. and uh, yeah you can revive your teammates but otherwise it's permadeath for them and all this kind of shit um, they're gonna so obviously I'm, I'm keen on the idea of PUBG and cowboy times but They've got this one mode called Money Grab, uh, where you're fighting for these bags of money from like a bank. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping, hoping against hope that they do the. Do you remember the multiplayer from Kane and Lynch? Yeah, yeah. Where uh, yeah, you could kill someone and and you were the only one who got any money. Yeah. 
Because if they're going to do the Red Dead Redemption style, uh, sorry, the Grand Theft Auto Online style, like money system where you constantly need money and they're selling shark cards, and they, you know, you're crazy if you think they aren't going to do that. Um, if they're going to do that, then uh, yeah, it'd be hilarious to incentivize people to steal money from one another. I think that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Kane and Lynch had this multiplayer mode called uh, Fragile Alliance where. You'd go in and rob a bank and there'd be you'd be fighting up against like NPC characters or AI. Yep. And um once you basically completed this entire objective, which took a couple minutes, you could get to the end of it and like kill the other people in your team and take their share of the money. Um yeah, it was it was interesting interesting mechanic. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah, hopefully they um yeah. Hopefully they do something like that. Yeah, I, I think. But we talked about this this battle royale mode last year. What? Did we? Yeah, yeah. I was I was like speculating that maybe they end up pushing it back from the April release and throwing in a. I think I just, like joked that it's got Red Dead Battle Royale or something like that. Fucking no! When, when we were that, that's spectacular. Though. That we is classic. About the the game gap game? when we were um. <laughs> gold um yeah you know classic gap we are so far ahead of our time Hmm. that's just how we roll we're amazing really to be honest um yeah uh so obviously we were right again clearly yeah i'm like i think the hopes can't be as high like if they've pushed it back six months what was it supposed to come out march april Around the yep. they're pushing it back, um, you know, six months. Are they gonna get a hundred players in there? Is it gonna be like, is it built for hundred players? I, I think we need to wait and see, kind of what it is. Maybe it'll be a, a, a bit smaller type battle royale. We're seeing more and more of these smaller battle royales, though, right? Like Isle Isles of Nine, is that the one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's that Microsoft one that they showcased at E3, and like. I'm not 100% convinced that there needs to be 100 people in a battle royale. I do think there needs to be more than, say, 20 for it to be inherently interesting because otherwise, uh, like, yeah, otherwise it'll just be too small every single time. And that, like, it really cuts down on the loot phase. And I think the loot phase is an important part of what makes battle royale feel really good. Um, But, like, never, like, even, even still, like... If they, can, if they can get like 40 people in a battle royale uh, in a western themed battle royale I mean because I guess at the same time a loot phase in a west in a like the wild west mm. doesn't need to be as complex as the loot phase in a modern game or a future game or whatever the fuck because you're semi restricted you're looking at like a shotgun a revolver <laughs> and a hunting rifle right anything beyond that you're probably probably wasting a bit of time you're not like yeah but like at the same time they haven't been afraid in the past to go a bit weird with like their zombies mode in the last game yeah totally I mean even the battle royale thing it may not be a launch thing that that could be something that comes later on down the track like a hey three months later here's what we're doing Um, same thing with the zombie mode as it is right now, they won't confirm that PC's coming out uh, at all, although it's reasonably fair to assume that they'll do a PC version this time, if only because of how 
much fucking money they made from Grand Theft Auto PC. Hmm. Once again, I will play the fuck out of both games. I will play the fuck out of the game when it's on console, and as soon as it hits PC, I will drop everything and play the fuck out of it on PC again. So, like, I mean, I'm presupposing that it will be to the standard quality that I've come to expect from a Rockstar game, but there's, like... You'd be ridiculous to expect any less, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless of course you don't think Rockstar does good games. I, I fundamentally disagree with that concept. But yeah, like if you don't think Rockstar does good games, then I, I doubt that you're terribly excited for a Dead Redemption in the first place. I think they're great though, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway, main point is fucking amped. Yeah, hopefully it's this year. I mean, there's nothing oh, yeah. to say they won't delay it again. But true, true. Um, they've 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 set another date, yet another date. <laughs> yeah, still pumped, super pumped. All right, next. Uh, next up, Gfinity and Hoyts are teaming up to create a chain of Australian esports arenas. Yeah, you can talk about this one because you're the expert. Uh, yeah, so I spoke to Dominic. Raymond, who's the CEO of Gfinity Australia, he literally he was telling me on the phone. I talked to him today because um, it was it was difficult. So this news came out on Monday, Tuesday, yeah, um, yeah. but I couldn't get to talk to him. It turns out uh, he was he he was the general manager of the Sixers, the um, BBL, the Big Bash League Sydney team, hmm. the Sydney Sixers. Uh, he was wrapping up. This like this is his last week. So I was talking to him this morning, and he's technically on holidays until Monday when he officially started Gfinity. Uh, so he couldn't talk to me for the rest of, like earlier this week because he was busy like wrapping up uh, his like work with uh, the Sixers, and I assume that means you know going away parties. But uh, anyway, we spoke this morning. And, uh, yeah, I had a really good talk about, like, this deal. They're basically, so they're going to make an eSports arena to start off with yeah, at Moore Park. Uh, um, they're going to take, so uh, you've been to Moore Park, obviously, the entertainment quarter, Hoyts. Yep. Um, yep. uh, so there's two, there's two theaters for the Hoyts at Moore Park, basically. There's the main theater and there's a satellite theater. And the way he was talking about it is, like, they desperately need a fuck ton of space because uh, the way that they look at it from a broadcast perspective, they need a lot of crowd noise, and so they need uh, a lot of space for a big crowd hmm. so that they can, like, because it, it really enhances the the production and the, and the broadcast. So it's important that they have a big one. So it looks like they'll be in the main space, at uh, Moore Park, although they haven't locked that in yet. Um, But that's an interesting piece of information. Uh, The other really interesting bit from my interview is that uh, mid to late April is when they're going to kick off. Uh, Up until, like, early... I think I broke that they were opening uh, on... So I I did a story for IGN, uh, and everyone was reporting that that they'd start... Uh, in early quarter two. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I managed to piece together that they were definitely starting in April mm-hmm. thanks to a couple of like tidbits of information 
but now he like Dominic told me, yeah, mid to late April. So we're like you know in the space of like since Sunday, we've gone from April to mid to late April, and I've been on top of both of those, which yeah. is pretty. Hey, look at me go. Esports Journal of the Year. Um, anyway, so there's that. Um, they're definitely working on making esports arenas around the country, uh, but they like they, they want to make sure that they get this one right first. Uh, it's it's like they're cheating a little bit because they got the Gfinity UK guys in, mm. uh, where they already teamed up with a cinema, and so they've got um, like a bit of a shortcut in the like at, into knowing what sort of specs they need to make it all work and whatnot, which is cool, uh, and. Yeah, I think that's about it. Like, uh, Hoyts is like super keen to um, to work alongside them. Obviously, they've done like esports viewing parties before. Um, event cinemas has done them as well. Uh, it seems like something that cinemas are really keen to take advantage of. Yeah, uh, yeah teaming up with Hoyts is good because I prefer Hoyts to event. Yeah, I, I guess that's something we didn't mention is that um, uh, for international people listening, uh, Ho- Hoyts is one of the largest uh, cinema chains in Australia. Yeah, there's basically there's two uh, really big ones. I mean, like there's obviously others, but uh, yeah, there's two really big ones, uh, and yeah, Hoyts is yeah uh, easily one of the biggest. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It should it should be good, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's just around the corner from us. It'd be a, like a 15-minute ride on the bike, I'd say, yeah. to get there, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like like we've seen cinema chains, as you said before, in Australia do things with esports in the past, but usually they're just broadcasting um, events. Yeah. But this seems to be more like, yeah. Uh, and I'm interested to see like how the charging goes. Did you talk to them about that, like charging people to watch or oh, pricing? Uh, yeah. yeah, they haven't. Like he was saying that they hadn't worked out how much it's going to cost yet. Mm. They're still talking to Hoyts how much they're going to charge. Uh, they were looking into maybe setting up like a um, a sports team membership, like you've got like with a traditional yeah, like a season pass. Type. Yeah, season pass type deal. Uh, but you know they haven't really locked in anything yet, which is good. Uh, like not good, but like good to know um uh they will like hoyts around the country will be doing viewings so just because you can't get to the esports arena in sydney doesn't mean you won't be able to watch it like at your home uh theater mm-hmm. or whatever so if you can get like if you're going for the melbourne team you can go to the melbourne um cinema that's doing the viewing party and hang out with other melbourne fans and shit like that which is cool uh, but yeah I don't know. It's good. Yeah. Cool. Awesome stuff. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Yen is going to be in the Sleeping Dogs film. Um, This was rumored last year sometime. I think we talked about it. Sleeping (laughs) Dogs movie. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to make a a, a movie. So it's been confirmed that now, or he confirmed it on his like Instagram that he's going to be in the starring role. Yeah. Which Um, is, Pretty cool. Yeah, so Sleeping Dogs was a uh, a game made by United Front a couple of years back, which was received, you know, it was all right, quite yeah. well, pretty high. Um, there was a sequel in the works, and then that, like, disappeared 
for some strange reason. Um, mm. But, yeah, it it's seems like they're going ahead with the film adaption. So, yeah, man, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, Donnie Yen's awesome, so I'll definitely watch it. Uh, should be interesting to see how that, like, what they do with it. Uh, especially... I don't know, like, how, how do you think it works? Do you think it'll be subtitled or English language? It's got to be English language, right? I but, feel like it'd be English, yeah. Yeah, except it's like a Hong Kong flick, flick the, like, all the way through, which is, yeah, inter- I don't know. It's just an interesting one. Um, yeah, 100% going to watch it. But, yeah. yeah. Um, well, like, the game wasn't subtitled, like, it was all English. Yeah, but, like, still, like, a Hong, like, a Hong Kong film yeah i know what you mean like set there set in hong kong everyone speaking english probably yeah. filmed in hong kong yeah hey look they did it with assassin's creed they went all subtitles in that so maybe it's possible oh boy <laughs> remember that one don't say it's gonna be like assassin's creed okay well no don't make any comparisons assassin's creed um yeah i don't know yeah. anyway i'm sure we'll hear a bit uh more about that soon uh, and the last bit of news I put up here which is just something I read quickly uh, City Skylines is currently free to download um, for the next three days oh look out yeah so uh, that's a game we talked about recently and it's very good if you have not played that and you're listening within three days of this being recorded go, <laughs> go get it if you don't have it yep. um, or is it free weekend I don't it's know. a free weekend never right. mind Oh, so you don't get it? F- oh, yeah. got it. Um, but I, but otherwise, you can play it free, and then it's seventy five percent off. So at the moment, it's like eight bucks, which nice. is still a really good deal. Or you can buy the deluxe edis- edition for ten bucks, and that comes with like um, uh, there's like a DLC pack as well, and yeah, there's some cool things there. Anyway, whatever. Like eight bucks is really good for that game if you've not played it because it is awesome. Yep. Nice. That's it. That's the news. We got any questions? We do have a question from Dangers. Yeah, I think there's an email as well. Shit, yeah. Okay. I remember that coming through, so if you can find that. If I can find that. Um, all right. Dangers writes, uh, Howdy, Luke and Jobski. Mm. Are there any types of games that you just can't enjoy anymore? For me, I can't play many third-person shooters without being bored pretty quickly. Even though I love Gears of War and... Loved Gears of War and similar games back in the day. Adios, the dang. Luke, anything you can't just enjoy anymore? Games. Um, I don't know, man. I, like, the thing that comes to my mind really quickly is I've not played a Call of Duty in a while. Um, right, yeah. Like, I really like those games. <laughs> it's something, I don't know, I just stopped playing them. Um, um Yeah. But otherwise, like, so no genres in general. I mean, I've been thinking about this, um, hmm. like s- separate to this question. Um, I've been thinking about it, and uh, I can't, I can't really enjoy like linear narrative single player games anymore. I, hmm. I've, I think I've talked about it before, but I just if the game, like, it feels too much like I'm not really involved. It's like chucking some combat. Yeah, it'd be like having a walking simulator, but every now and then you hammer square for a bit of combat. And yeah, games I can't play at my own pace, games I can't like 
explore outside of the very rigid narrow elements of the experience like games that i can't fucking uh experience i feel like the interactivity just isn't there anymore i feel like my impact on the game world is utterly peripheral and so i just don't enjoy them i'm talking about the uncharted's and those kinds of games i yeah i don't feel like i bring anything like to the table except for uh, yeah i don't know like if yeah yeah, it may as well be a fucking movie. What am I getting out of this that I couldn't get out of fucking watching some someone play it on YouTube, provided they never fucking speak, you know? Like, and I just find it utterly tedious. Like, I need that fucking interact, that proper interactive interactivity. I need, like, my interactivity with a game these days needs to involve my ability to experiment uh, with systems. Otherwise, I just, yeah, I find it really boring really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think for me, the only thing that comes to mind as well is um, like RPGs that take forever to get going <laughs> because oh, they're yeah. usually such long games um, that mm. I just don't have the time to. I I, I tend to try and um, play different games like every week or two, um, yeah. for this this show. So we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah, and if something's not engaging me within like the first 10 hours or something then I'm like oh I just yeah I don't have the time to sit there and play an 80 hour RPG that takes that is not exciting for me so yep yeah. cool. otherwise I'll play everything else like, I'm cool I'll play most things you will you'd yeah. like some garbage um alright uh good question Dangus uh didn't even bring up Jack and Daxter that's odd uh Simon Cubes writes Hi, howdy boys, long time listener, third time emailer. I've been out of the new laptop, uh, out of the new laptop market for a while. What? I'm very confused by that sentence. Anyway, I've been out of the new laptop market for a while and I don't feel like the specs are improving year on year as they have in the past. My current laptop has a quad core 2.6 gigahertz processor, 16 gig of RAM, as well as a 512 gigabyte SSD. Graphics card is faulty and the system crashes intermittently. That's not ideal. I want a new laptop that has at least these specs, but ideally a lot more since five years have passed since my last laptop purchase. Why haven't laptop processors improved year on year? And what would you recommend for a sub 2K laptop that is kind of beefy? Uh, 16 gig RAM, 256 uh, gig SSD, quad core. There's so many out there that seem so similar. Should I spend $1,200 to fix my new, my bought new 12, uh, 2012 MacBook Pro? Or should I succumb to the pressure that is the master race? I've been looking on YouTube at the MSI GS63 or the XPS 15, etc. Hmm. Uh, we would have to look into that. Uh, I've, <laughs> so I, I think what, what's my laptop is a fucking Surface Pro. So. <laughs> Uh, I think my my game my games for a plane was uh, everything that you could play on a sur- Surface Pro, like everything you can play on a something that doesn't need a graphics card necessarily. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think you should join the master race, but uh, I think we need to look into it. We saw some fucking tricked out Nvidia focused laptops, though, didn't we? Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> like, yeah. how much do they cost? Yeah, true. Yeah, like I'm looking at laptop prices now and they range from five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like downwards. So yeah, man. I don't, 
I don't think spending twelve hundred dollars to fix a twenty twelve MacBook Pro is a good idea, to be honest. But no, I mean you could spend twelve hundred dollars to get a, a decent desktop PC. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one to to look into a lot more. I like it is an interesting one. I wonder if like just the general uh, ramp up on parts prices that has been going on recently, like how much RAM costs compared to. Like even this time last year is redonkulous. I think it's this time last year, maybe a couple of months earlier. But like the differences in RAM costs, obviously, fucking Bitcoin miners have destroyed the graphics card market. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the yeah computer parts are just scaling in a ridiculous manner, which makes it really difficult to keep track of like actual value. But like I know for a fact though that they have made some spectacular advancements. Uh, in CPU cooling, so I don't know, like how you wouldn't be able to get something better for cheaper, uh, like these days. Like just based on the fact that cooling has improved as much as it has, you should be able to get like a beefier PC uh, laptop squeezed into a smaller package for for less. Uh, PS, he writes few ideas I have to improve PUBG. Oh. I think there could be destructible environments. Aren't you sick of people hiding behind cars or buildings? Wouldn't you rather just shoot down whatever cover they're hiding uh, behind from, sorry, hiding from, so you can shoot them way easier? Another idea, the potential to build in the environment. Maybe you can destroy trees or cars, or perhaps an oversized comical axe to gain resources such as brick, wood, and metal, and use those resources to build spontaneous cover or a ladder to gain the high ground and launch snowballs at them or pumpkin rockets. Thirdly, when you kill an enemy, it would be cool to be able to taunt them with a dance move, perhaps something like the Carlton Dance from Fresh Prince. Just some thoughts. Keep up the good work. Good night, gentlemen. Uh, till next fortnight. I mean, mm-hmm. next week. Good one! He got us with the old Fortnite swoopity do. Uh, it's a pickaxe, not a comical axe. Come on, sort your shit out. Or maybe, uh, maybe, maybe you unlock an axe when you play the game enough. I don't know. Um, yeah, actually, the destruct like the jo- the Fortnite joke aside, hmm. I would love destructible environments, but they'd never do it in fucking PUBG because they haven't constructed the game to be able to handle it. Uh, but in a game like fucking. Like if you if they ever made like battlefield battlegrounds, battlefield battle royale. That's it. Battlefield royale. Battlefield royale. Beautiful. If they ever did that, I'd play the fuck out of it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's coming, right? Surely. Surely. Yeah. Surely it has to be. I mean, they, they've got sixty players. They're nearly there. Just fucking. I'll get there. And they've always said that they could do one hundred and twenty-eight. They just don't find it fun. Well, someone found it fun, like found a 100-player game fun. So yeah, you- 26 million people, Job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, like, doesn't even, that doesn't even count the, the chumps who are playing Fortnite, the much worse version of PUBG that it is. Um, yeah. Good stuff, Simon. Thanks for emailing in. Yeah, um, there's, it look, looks like um, you know, laptops... I'm looking at prices around 2000. I know he said sub 2000, but I'm just looking at a JB Hi-Fi or something like that. And they're saying two grand for a, um, like an i7, uh, with like a 1050 Ti or a, a, a 1060. Like there's some decent, 
Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, right. That'd be good. Yeah. Like, if you want a laptop, that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely join the Master Race. You yeah. could play PG on a fucking 1060 laptop. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Like, I play... I'm on a 980, and I get okay frames. <laughs> like, I run Battlefield at solid 60s. Like, games usually run pretty pretty decent. And if you get a good laptop, they tend to last a couple of years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You- I don't know. I, I, like, I don't know the laptop market, because I haven't really been looking for laptops. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the main problem. We just don't look at them, and we don't get in. We don't. We get invited to peripheral stuff every once in a while, but it's usually like, "Hey, here's this thing," and and then you forget about it because we don't really um, don't see them too often. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's it. We looks like people are playing PUBG. You're gonna play PUBG or the hunt? Hey? I don't know. It's up to you, man. Um, that's it. Let's wrap up the show. You can find this this show here, The Gap, it's called, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, all your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, I use Pocket Cast. It's pretty good. Uh, we're on that as well. If you go to video games, just, just let me know. Um, you can rate and review us on those apps. It also helps other people find the show, which we appreciate. You can email us questions like uh, Simon. Was that who emailed us, did you say? Yes, Simon. Like yep. Simon. Um, the GA podcast at gmail.com or if you want to do it the other way you can jump onto our discord page which is the GA podcast.com slash discord we've got a questions channel in there or you can just talk about whatever you want we've got a, a general chat we've got a movie section now where people are talking about how bad uh, the Cloverfield paradox is <laughs> the Cloverfield paradox is we've got a bunch of voice channels people playing uh, different games in there played some PUBG last night got some chicken dinner it was good um or you can uh, jump onto our social media pages if you want facebook.com slash the GA podcast twitter.com slash GA podcast or our website which is the GAPodcast.com for all the links we just talked about including the past shows if you want to maybe listen to uh, now a five hour game of the year extravaganza mm. where, where Ghost Recon Wildlands was amazing you can go follow up and see what we had to say about that true um, and that's all thanks to our Patreon subscribers. You want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. We appreciate everyone that does that every month. You're the best. All right. That's the show this week. Um, we'll be back next week uh, quite early because I'm going away at the end of next week. So we'll have to record early. Where the fuck are you going? I'm going what? to Can- Canadia. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. We'll have to get our shit together. We'll have to do something. I don't know. Fuck. But oh man, okay, cool, yep. excellent, excellent. Yep. All right, that's it. Anything else you want to say, Job? No, nah. no. All right, fine. Stuff it. You all rock. Let's go. Let's get out of here. See Peace. Ya. Bye.